I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. L.A., man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. Mm-hmm. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar T.J. Hushmanzada and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Okay, everybody, here we go. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Up on game. It's Stretch Armstrong. It's Pantene Man. It's me. Got Plexico. Got T.J. I'm LeVar. We're going to jump into these topics. Hope y'all enjoyed y'all sports weekend. Uh, First thing we're going to jump on topic-wise, guys, is this week's biggest 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 performers and biggest disappointments in the national football league i'll start it off i'm gonna start it off and i'm gonna tell y'all i've been riding with the chiefs i said there's going to be a rematch between the chiefs and the eagles in the super bowl now while the eagles haven't been making it look as easy on offense as they have in the past maybe that's because uh jalen hurts hasn't been running the ball as much i am still thoroughly impressed with the Kansas City Chiefs being able to move the ball the way that they do. And I do believe that their defense could be as good as it has been, even even more so than the ones that they won the Super Bowls with. It's a pretty impressive defense. And I look at them and I see them by far, not by short, not by near, but by far, the best team in the National Football League. Even if they don't show, it doesn't show statistically or if they're blowing teams out. Travis Kelsey runs the routes he wants to run. That's what I figured out, right? That's my epiphany. 
Travis Kelsey runs whatever route he wants to run, and Patrick Mahomes encourages him to do it, and he buys time for Travis Kelsey to find those open spaces, which means as a defense, you can't prepare for Travis Kelsey other than to say he could go here, he could go there, he could go anywhere and everywhere. And if you try to do anything but man him up, Patrick Mahomes will find the open man on the field and make you pay for it. I feel like that's almost right now, that's indefensible if you're an NFL team, keeping keeping defensive coordinators up at night. But what say you? Let's start with you, Plex. Who do you see as your favorite right now after last week, this past weekend's games? I mean, of course, everybody's going to go, go with the Chiefs. You know, uh, I said at the beginning of the year, they'd probably be the first team to go back-to-back in the, since uh, 20 years, which would have been 2020. Two, uh, 2002, 2003, when the Patriots did it. But, uh, you know, man, listen, I, I just got to go with the Eagles, man. I just like where they're headed at, especially, you know, going into the later part of the season. The weather's changing. They pretty have pretty much established their running game, you know, when the weather changes. So that's always one of the things that you need playing in the upper northeast. And I just think that I think that defense is going to continue to get better, continue to grow. You know, right now they've been susceptible a little bit, you know, in the secondary. But I just think that, you know, just like you said, Jalen Hurst is really not running the ball as much. But once once he, uh, you know, adds that into the offense and he's forced to get out of the pocket, which will make the offense that more my, uh, dynamic. But I think, man, you know, uh, Sirianni in this offense, knowing that they need um, another guy outside of, you know, D. Smith, and A.J. Brown, and you bring in a Julio Jones. I think what he does, man, you can put him in the slot. He's going to be a consistent, you know, uh, contested catch guy over the middle. He's a possession guy now. He's not as explosive as he used to be. But he's going to get you those catches on third down, and especially, you know, in that offense in the slot when they when they double those guys on the outside. So I just think that, uh, you know, Philadelphia, man, defensively, they're going to get better. And the better they get defensively, I think that the offense is going to continue to grow too. And they just tough, man. They hard nose, they physical. And I just like where they're at, you know, uh, in October, you know, going into the later wow, part of the season. Uh, we on the same page. And Ooh, I, I, okay. I'm bewildered at the Chargers. You top the bottom, the Chargers mm. have a, a team offensively. De- your biggest disappointment? That's your biggest disappointment? Because that's where we're going next. Is the Chargers your biggest disappointment team? I mean, I am disappointed because I expect so much out of them with the talent that they have. But you're putting too much emphasis on the Chiefs because of the way they beat the Chargers yesterday. The Chiefs offensively, it's a struggle. It's been a struggle. It hasn't. The defense is carrying struggle. Philadelphia, top to bottom. They're a complete team, offensively and defensively. And people, oh, they lost Javon Hargrave to the Niners. You know, that's going to hurt them. And then you draft Jalen Carter. That's the next Aaron Donald. You're just dominating guys as a rookie. Probably going to win defensive rookie of the year. They can pressure you up the middle, and they can pressure you on the outside, the Eagles. They can run the ball when everybody else is first and 10. For the Eagles, it's first and eight. because, be, because if the Eagles have third and two or less, it's a guaranteed first down if they do the quarterback push play. Nobody is stopping that. 
And, and, and so after that, if teams are healthy, I'm going to Niners and then the Chiefs because outside of Oh wow, you're gonna put you're gonna put my first yeah, yeah, team be, third. Okay, okay, TJ. If you okay, can TJ. these quarterbacks, which the Eagles can do, the Niners for sure can do. If if Cleveland can get some good quarterback play, I'm putting Cleveland somewhere near the top because of how ferocious that defense is. But the Chiefs, I can't put too much stock in it yesterday. Yeah, Travis Kelsey won. It just boggles my mind. It really boggles my mind. How are you an NFL coach? And you know the Chiefs want to throw to one guy because he don't really trust his receivers. He's starting to trust Rasheed Rice. You know the ball's going to Travis Kelsey. And this dude, oh, he had over 100 yards at halftime. Like, you got to be kidding me. What did you game plan for? What, what are you practicing for? What are you watching film for? That's a hard, that's hard, man. I'm telling you, as a defensive guy, when you're, when your quarterback and your receiver are on the same page like that, where he's telling him, just find the open space. I'm going to find you. Just find the open space. Because yeah. if you try yeah, to, if you try to defense him that way, somebody else what, is going to be open. And, 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 and Mahomes what? is going to find Somebody him else eventually. is going to have to beat me then. I don't care if somebody else is. Yeah, somebody else me. is going to have to get done, not Kelsey. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this one, this one had to be uh, McCole Hardman or Kadarius Tony or somebody else because I'm not just going to continue to let this man run free. I seen one time when Travis Kelsey run a drag rock across the field and he's being trailed by Asante Samuel Jr. I'm like, what the hell is he going to do? He's 5'8". Kelsey, Kelsey, six five six six. Why you got him matched up in the slot with uh, with with, with little Zon, little Asante Samuel? But man, it, 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 it uh, just everything that you said, man. I, I just think that I saw a play yesterday, man. They were in a cover two shell defense, and Travis Kelsey runs to the middle of the field, and there's five jerseys around him, but they're ten yards from him. I don't understand that. I don't understand how a guy of his caliber. It it, 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 it it makes me mad and a little jealous as a wide receiver. I'm, I'm saying to myself, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, listen, listen, they, hey, they, hey, they, they not letting, they not letting Moss and T.O. and, you know, uh, Andre Johnson and, and Moss, they not letting us get no 10 rocks no. a game. The they, uh, they have a full game stats at halftime. Nine catches, 143 yards. That's a game for me. Patrick yeah. Mahomes got 340 yards in the first half. That's a game. You go in the locker room, like, man, we got a whole second half left. That's crazy. But I, 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 it, it just, got Taylor Swift in, in, in the stands <laughs> doing, doing handshakes and, and shaking it like it, it ain't nothing going wrong out here for my man and my life. You know what I mean? Man, I, I, catching I would, it all. Are you catching it but, all? But I, I think it's all coming to fruition. One, you know, one of these Sundays where you know defensive coordinator is going to walk into this into his room and say, "Listen, we are not going to let this man do this." Off the right. line. I'm not letting him off the line of scrimmage. You, you guys over here getting paid. You guys are playing one on one the whole game. So let's see what we can do with that. And I guarantee you, the Cincinnati, the Kansas City offense won't look that explosive how they looked yesterday if you can just double this uh, guy for the whole game all year. Until yesterday, they've been they 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 struggled all now, that's year. That's true, but but I mean, but they looked explosive yesterday. They did, and and Patrick Mahomes found different players to get it done in that game. Hey. I mean, the first touchdown out the gate hey, was Jim to Swartz, a different player. Hey, other than Jim Kelsey. Swartz was coordinating that Charger defense. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, but but that's okay. So let's get to that. Let's let's get to that. Most disappointing team. I'm going with Buffalo Bills. I'm putting the Bills out there on my most disappointing team. Right now, they are second in their, their division. They they really have the opportunity to be able to still win their division. They have a decently difficult, difficult schedule moving forward. But the reason why I say they're my biggest disappointment is because they are showing so much inconsistency in the way that they play and they perform that it says to me, even if they were to win their division, 
they go into the playoffs as, as a home team advantage team. They're going to be inconsistent. They're going to give you one game in the playoffs where they win it. And they're going to give you one game in the playoffs where it's like, what, what team is this? And where, why are they not playing? Well, they have shown that they have the propensity to play down to the level of competition that they're playing against. And that to me with where they're at right now, where Josh Allen is at his, in his point, his, this point in his career with the way Stefan Diggs is able to play the game. I know they dealt with some, some health issues and some injuries, but this is still largely in part supposed they got Vaughn Miller back. So they got that extra added leadership and that push up front that they need for the pass rush. And yet and still you lose to one of the most wounded teams in the national football league. They still was able to make them boys say, who's your daddy. And and I, that's not no reference to who Schmanzada, you know, and the whole Pittsburgh thing, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, since, you know, I'm just saying, man, why is Buffalo so gosh darn inconsistent? I want to see them be better, but I almost feel like we've seen this team hit their ceiling. And for that point and that point alone, even though you may see them win a whole lot of games and you will watch back on this and be like, LeVar is wrong for saying that they, they, they're, they're winning games. No, I think they'll win a lot more games. And I do think they'll win the division in the end, maybe. Because once once Miami gets full, you know, and they get their, their corners back, that they may be the team that runs away with it. That's a good team. Philly beat a good team last night. And they're short. They're shorthanded. Two, two cover guys. They're two best cover guys. And they lost because of the pass. So Miami could improve. So I think that Buffalo could be in trouble. And if, if they even make it through their, their division and they win it, that's fine. I still don't trust them and their inconsistencies in the playoffs. What say you? Start with you, TJ. It's for who sure you, Buffalo. Like, I don't know how um, a disappointment can be a team that's going to make the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills are for sure going to be a playoff team. And so that's not a disappointing sure. team to me. Um. What if they're supposed to win the Super Bowl? What What no, if they're you, supposed to be you contending guys for just the said Super that Bowl? The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, so not many pick Buffalo. Eagles. I believe I believe that that the the Eagles will. will no, nah, I'm and, going and, with the Chiefs. Yeah, I did say the Chiefs. So I did say the Chiefs. I would go with the Chargers I because I expected so much out of them this season. Kellen Moore is office coordinator. Brandon Staley kind of learning from his mistakes. Um as a head coach and you're talking inconsistent. That's an inconsistent team with the Chargers. When you look at their team, where's the weakness? Like when you look at the player, where's the weakness and to perform the way they perform. Now you still have a chance, but the chiefs look like they're running away with the division. Every team in the AFC North, um, has a chance at the playoffs, and people pick the Bengals to win it, and they're in last place in the division. And, and, and so last place. the biggest disappointment would have to be the Chargers because if they don't turn this around very soon, they won't even make the playoffs. The Bills are sure going to be in the playoffs. That's a different level of disappointment. That's that's two scoops of Duke disappointment. That's that's a different level of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, it's bad because it, you know, I was real high on the Chargers, but, man, I got I to gotta... – Go down south, man, to, to my team. That's been the biggest disappointment thus far because we were talking about, you know, the quarterback change and him getting a new change of scenery. 
and running away and winning his division. That's the New Orleans Saints. Ooh, I mean, just, 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 just three weeks ago, we're, we're, we're talking 3-0. and uh, You know, they're, they're in the driver's seat for this division. And then they go out and, you know, basically just lay an egg last Monday night against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and I think Derek Carr reminded us of why he's no longer the quarterback and for the Las Vegas Raiders. He looked like a shell of himself. He didn't look very good in that offense at all. And for that defense to give up 31 points to that, to that Jaguar, you know, offense was something that you wouldn't think you would see, especially at a night game in a Superdome down in New Orleans where Cam Jordan, that defense, pride themselves on. And Marshawn Lattimore and all of those guys for, for them to go out there and play the way that they did on Monday. And offensively for New Orleans, it just doesn't – I don't know if – Father time has crept in, or it's the injuries. Michael Thomas doesn't look look comfortable in the offense at all. I think we have to realize that when when he was playing with Drew Brees, he was always in condensed, you know, formations and being in the slot. And now they got asking Mike Thomas to go out on the edge and beat guys one on one. That's never knew uh, who he has been. And I think the coaching. And Derek, I have to realize that put him in better situations, so you know he can you know uh, bring you know, some of that production to the offense. I think Alvin Kamara is still Alvin Kamara. He's still doing his he's still doing his thing. But for the New Orleans Saints, we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons being in the first place for the NFC South right now. Baker Mayfield uh, still out there making throwing fastball, making ill-advised throws late in the game and end up losing the game to the, the Falcons yesterday. But we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons being in the first place in the NFC South. And we were saying that the, it was a two-horse race between the between the Bucks and New Orleans, and that Carolina Panthers and the uh, and the Atlanta Falcons will be fighting for for third and fourth place. And now you look up this young kid, Desmond Ritter. Did you see the catch? Yes, Kyle Pitts. He reminds me of you. He reminds me of you. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all keep bringing up the Cleveland Browns. Let's touch on the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson comes in. He plays very, very limited in the first quarter, throws an interception. Completes one pass, a, a whopping five yards on, on one completion before he goes out and they are holding him back for precautionary reasons. Here comes P.J. Tucker. Uh, P.J. Tucker. <laughs> what is Walker. it? P.J. what? P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. I mean, they could win with P.J. Tucker right now at quarterback the way their defense is playing. Let me ask you all this. My, my, my reaction my reaction to to Deshaun Watson and all of the headlines that have been surrounding him is I'm wondering, does he still want to play? Like, is his head even still in it? I got to be honest with you. All your life, all my life, I've been trying. I've been trying to make that money all my life. I get to that money, like, I'm going to stay hungry. But I ain't never been guaranteed no 200-some million, $230 million no matter what, win, lose, draw, rain, sleet, hell, snow, it don't matter. I'm getting my cash. I don't know what, I don't know if it looks like Deshaun Watson is the guy that wants to be on the field for this team. That was my first reaction. My second reaction was if they can control the ball because they, the Kareem, Kareem Hunt came back. This run game, this run game is off the chain. They got a dope ass offensive line, so they're going. They're, they're, it's almost in a lot of ways like Philadelphia. Their defensive front super strong. Their offensive front super strong. They can run the ball and push it and bully it. And if they play, you know, control the rock. Now, if you if you disagree, I'll give it to you. If they if they can control the rock and allow their defense to do what their defense needs to do. They they could possibly win, still win the North, possibly still win it. Baltimore looked good, but that was only for the first time. I'm not a buyer of the Steelers, not one bit. And the Bengals have not been the same because Joe Burrow has not been healthy enough to be the guy that he has been in, in the last year or two. It could be an up for grabs North. And why wouldn't it be the Browns with the formula that they have right now with or without Watson? Right now, we don't even know what they are with Watson. The Browns, I, I don't believe they have a chance of winning. The, they don't have enough offense. Miles my, my, my Garrett offense. is, in essence, their offense, man. Like, 
he, he's really <laughs> their offense. The way Miles Garrett is playing, he should get some MVP votes. He's playing that well. He's oh, single-handedly taking over games on offense and special teams. And so, yeah, the Browns on defense, they have a championship-caliber defense. They have nowhere near a championship-caliber offense. I mean, nowhere near. And so, there's going to come. With Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson has played one good game this year, or since he's been back from his suspension, which was this year. And then he got hurt. So, we've been talking consistency. We need to see some consistency with Deshaun Watson in that offense. Defensively, they got it. But where are the points? You Can you really count on your defense to create turnovers and points for you every single game? And so if you don't have a consistent offense, then what? Yeah, uh, I, I think we witnessed what Kevin Stefanski was trying to say yesterday when Deshaun Watson went out with a little head injury. He was like, listen, I made the best decisions for the team. I didn't want him to get hit or, you know, play any further or further hurt himself. I think what he was saying is that, listen, I think right now that PJ PJ Walker gives <laughs> us a PJ Walker gives us a better chance to win right now with the defense that I have with the not healthy or banged up Deshaun Watson, and and I think he made that decision, and that's basically what he was saying. And listen, I, I've never been. One to question another man's toughness, you know, what's going on with his shoulder, his head, or if Savansky is, you know, covering for him, saying that, you know, I took him out of the game, whatever the fact may be. But they're saying that, you know, he, this kid just looks like he's disconnected, like from the team and from the offense and, 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 and from the locker room. And I think one of the worst things you can have as a teammate. Is to is to walk into your locker room, and like your teammates are losing respect for you, and I, and I think that's one of the things that I don't want see see happen to him, and you, you can you can hear it, and where there's smoke there's fire, and you know I just hope that you know he can get through the injury or whatever the case may be and get out and get back to playing you know respectable football because right now he's not playing very well. Listen, I, I love Deshaun Watson. We, I, I think we all wanted to see him get back to where he was at four or five years ago. Maybe that time has passed. But, uh, you know, I was looking for him to come out and have one of those years where, you know, you know, I'm back. I'm getting back to my elite status as one of the best in this league. And the, 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 the uh, defense for this team, like you said, TJ, it's carrying this team. And I think you're going to see them trying to play some small ball, take the, take the air out of the ball, establish the running game, throw the ball 20, 25 times a game, and put that defense out on the field and say, listen, we're going to ride this defense until it breaks. And I think that's going to be the recipe for the Browns for the rest of the year. I mean, why not? In the North, why not? Why not make yeah. that your recipe? I mean, that's the Steelers' recipe. You ain't gonna oh, sit yeah. there and say the Steelers have a better but, offense but than the Browns, even where, where with has the PJ in there. Gotten the Steelers as of late. Yeah, you may make the playoffs. Yeah, you have a winning, but the playoffs, the AFC, the the Steelers for sure. They about championships, so they they not worried. Oh, this our recipe. If you ain't winning the championship, you can't use it on the Bills and now not use it on the Steelers. You just said they good if they make the playoffs, no, you, TJ. No, you Which said the Bills were this. You said the Which Bills were this. That makes they are. They are. They are. You can't. You can't. You can't lose a game to the Patriots, and you're supposed to be a contender out here. 
You can't be as I mean, inconsistent we, as we, 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 y'all, y'all looking at overall wins and losses. What you feel to realize when we're talking about the AFC North, it's up for grabs, homeboy, straight up. The Pittsburgh Steelers have already beaten the Baltimore Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great it's a chance that they might sweep them. And this the Cleveland Pittsburgh game is always a dogfight to the end. So right now we just have no idea where the AFC North is headed. But if my man Joe Burrow is healthy. I'm going to go with the, the Cincinnati Bengals if he's 100% healthy. But right now, I think the X factor for the uh, the uh, AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens, man, if Lamar Jackson can just have some consistency throwing the football, I think it changes the whole dynamic of this team and his offense. If he can, does not turn the ball over and he's accurate and he's consistent week in and week out, the Baltimore Ravens can be dangerous, but everything's going to fall on his shoulders. And it has to. It has to be that way. Final word, TJ. If Joe Burrow comes out of this by healthy, look out. Mm, that's it. I believe I'm going to run. Week against the Niners, following week, the Bills. If he's healthy in those <laughs> games, we're going to be treated to some great football. I believe... Yeah. I believe, I believe in me. You believe in us. And we're just beginning. Five Heartbeats, y'all. Go check it out. It's a great movie. And this is a great podcast and a great radio show. You can check us out on Saturdays from 9 to 11, noon to 2 o'clock. If you're on the East Coast, call it that if you're nasty. And you can get us on the podcast wherever it is that you get your podcast from. It's up on Game, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartMedia. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's Plexico Burrs. I'm LeVar Arrington. Till next time, we'll check you out. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.